Hello, welcome to Silent Wisdom Online Satsang. It's a great opportunity for all of us spiritual seekers to come together. Actually, why do we need to do satsang so often? Why do we need to meet so often? It is our protection shield that screens us. We all need it. It is a heaven for all of us where we remember our real home. The purpose of satsang is also to inspire us, renew our passion, to follow our spiritual path with more enthusiasm. It is like watering the plant of spirituality on a regular basis so that it does not dry up. The effect of maya, the effect of illusion is very strong. When we are living in the society, what the society is telling us and what we are doing, we are actually going in the opposite direction. So we need to be remembered, reminded on a regular basis. We need to connect with like-minded people on a regular basis. That is why satsang is so important. So welcome all of you again. In my sessions last week on Path of Knowledge, some very nice questions came along. And that is why I thought, why not do today's session on self-realization? I know many of you are already aware of it and uh, I've almost all of us, it's kind of a repetition, but repetition is also good, isn't it? So I have already shared the questions that I'm going to take one-on-one, -on -one, which have come from many of you only. And um, more questions may come to your mind as we go through them. So please feel free to ask here. You can type in. If you want to just unmute and talk, please feel free to do that. So let's start with the first question. What is self-realization? This is actually the ultimate question, isn't it? And we are starting with that. So if I have to put it in very simple words, it is the movement from the person to being. So we never say there is a self-realized person because a person cannot be self-realized. It can sound a bit cryptic, but that is how it is. So you stop being a person. Who is a person? A person is an individualized self who is identified with the body, with the mind, with the form, basically has an identity. And when all of that is taken away, then what is left is the being. So it is a movement from person to being from identity to non-identity. You know, self-realization does not give you anything. Uh, most people think, or you know, we all, when we are on the spiritual path, we think that if the realization will happen, then I'm going to gain a lot of things. No, you don't gain anything. You lose everything. But by losing, what is left is so amazing that you don't mind losing what you have lost. So it's from identity to non-identity. It is movement from identification with an individual to identification with the whole. 
today you may think i am this body i am this person and then it is like all of it is me that is realization maybe uh, if we can think of a metaphor and please remember whenever metaphors are given they are just pointing to the knowledge they are not exact replicas they are only efforts to show the way like if we take the example of words and silence anything that we say the moment we use any words like right now i am talking i am communicating with all of you so these words have a beginning they have an end there is an identity there is a form to these words right and the words also separate uh, from other person's words or within those words also there is a separation but if you go to silence that is the movement from words to silence in silence there is no beginning there is no end in silence there is no identification in silence there can be no differentiation at all and everything and everyone becomes one so from words to silence and now look at it the words also exist in the silence the words cannot exist without the silence otherwise nobody will understand what is happening so the silence is always there while we may just experience it at times but it is always there it is impossible for words to be without the silence even between the words if there is no silence they will not make any sense so the same way realization is also always there but still it takes an effort it takes something to just recognize that and that is what all of us are working towards the next question that came in was will all my problems be solved through realization now uh, what happens is when we stand here and we look at our problems what are the problems that we have mainly they can be physical problems related with the health the physical health or mental health or financial issues or relationship issues right uh, connected with the job basic normal worldly problems now when the realization happens these problems do not remain problems anymore because the problems are of the individual or of the person and what are we talking about we are talking about a movement from the person to the being the problems are not there anymore they don't exist that is what happens now will they get solved well as i said they don't matter okay so remember i had shared with you that you as a user i may think i want to change the name of google but when i become the owner of the google that is the least of my concerns do i want to change the name of the google no so the problems don't bother you anymore and yes in certain cases the shift may happen for the individual things may change may get solved but the whole perspective changes it's actually a change in the perspective that happens so there are no problems anymore as such after realization third question what should one do to have spiritual realization well the most important thing the first and the most important thing is a very strong desire a yearning for realization and how many people have that i am 
here thinking, yes, for all of us who are here, who are attending the satsang, who are on the spiritual path, definitely that yearning has come somewhere. That is why we are here. But otherwise, when we see for a lot of people, the, the desire only is not there. Because what does realization mean? Realization is freedom from all the bondages. But what if I love my bondages? What if I enjoy the bondages, which most of the people do and which we have all, all of us have also done, enjoyed the bondages, enjoyed the relationships, what this world is offering us. And there are some nice things in this world. This illusion is also beautiful. So as long as I'm enjoying it, why do I want to get out? Why do I even want to realize where is the yearning? But if I have... Uh, I want to realize then the most important thing is the yearning, the desire. And once the desire is there, then of course, one has to take on a spiritual path. Even to do anything worldly, even if we have to achieve anything in the world, we need to do something. So if I want to become an engineer, then I have to take uh, science subjects. After my 10th, I have to appear for a competitive exam clear it, take admission in the engineering college. No, same thing if I want to become a doctor, physician, I need to take those subjects, clear the exam and then take admission in medical college and so on. So why not on the path of spiritual realization? That means now, first the yearning is there because even to become an engineer or a doctor, I first need to have a desire to be one. So similarly, I have a desire for realization, first thing. And then what do I do? I take on a spiritual path. Now, what path am I going to take? That completely depends on what my interest is. Like how I have decided whether I want to take engineering or medical. Similarly, there are so many paths over here. The path of uh, Kundalini. There are so many people who do mantras or uh, yantra or chanting. People are doing a lot of austerities or uh, they are going for pilgrimages and there is Kriya path and Kundalini path and of course the Gyan Marg. And how are you going to know which path should you take? Very simple. What will interest you? So go and taste a few paths. Go and check on a few paths. Like how as a student you would know whether it is maths that interests you or physics that interests you or biology that interests you or maybe humanities, history, right? You have tasted all the subjects and then you have an interest that I want to take on this particular subject. Similarly, you just test and taste different paths. You listen to the videos of different paths. You listen to different gurus. Actually, before the guru comes choosing the path, that is uh, mostly the case. That first you choose the path, what interests you. And you taste a few and then you decide which one is something which is appealing to you. The good thing is, you know, when in the worldly path, uh, you may pick up a subject because that is what society expects you to or because that is what is in the, what is uh, fashionable, like becoming an engineer is more fashionable or becoming an MBA is more fashionable, right? Or the parents will tell you or, or taking computer science or the IT market because that is where most jobs are. But on the spiritual path, you need not worry about any of those things. It's completely different. You don't need to see what more other people are doing or who is more popular. No, it is about your interest. And then, of course, you start walking on the path, whichever path that you take. But eventually, for spiritual realization, what will give you the realization? Finally, is the gyan, is the knowledge. 
it is only knowledge that will free you and all other paths will prepare you to receive that knowledge to become the right what we call as the patra the right uh, instrument who will be able to receive uh, that particular knowledge and who will give you that knowledge we all know that no we all know it is only the guru in fact it is the sadguru who will give you that knowledge and then only you will get it you can read 1000 books about it you can listen to all kind of videos anything but this is a very personal thing it is a one on one thing that happens when the guru shows you the guru tells you gives you that knowledge when you are ready and then you get it uh, in my sessions you know a couple of questions also came around what if i don't believe in the guru what if i don't want a guru uh, what if uh, because uh, i don't uh, really believe that i should be taking on a guru well then no problem you can go on and enjoy and all the best because it is like saying that uh, some soul says i want to take birth on uh, as a human but i don't want the womb i don't want to go through uh, you know i want to not to stay in a womb for 9 months i don't want a mother okay then go ahead can you do that no so if you want realization if you have all the qualities starting from the desire and then you have cultivated the right qualities you have taken on a path sincerely eventually to realize you would need someone who is established in that beingness to be able to show you and when your guru will show you you will also get it how to evaluate if another person is realized or not i'm actually very surprised when i come across this question and i don't know why we are always so interested in evaluating others well the answer is very very simple actually if you are realized you will not be interested in knowing whether the other person is realized or not very simple and if you are not realized then you can never evaluate whether the other person is realized or not it is not possible okay so what is it that you can do you can do is you can worry about your own realization you can do your own evaluation and you can check do i really want it and if i want it and i want to look at another person very simple things i have already shared many times what i can check okay is does the other person have more knowledge than me very simple we can that is something we are all intelligent enough to find out are there questions that come to my mind but this person is able to answer them and when those questions are answered do they make sense to me plus listening to your heart when i am with this person do i feel inspired is there something that changes in me am i progressing and and certain things are also very subtle right how do i feel do i feel lighter better more connected or do i feel disturbed or nothing happens to me so these are the things you can check and you have to continue with that if the questions to the answers are yes this person has more knowledge uh, by being talking to the person or being near the person you feel better 
your queries are resolved, you are progressing, things are improving for you, then go ahead with that person. Don't worry whether this person is realized or not because you can never know. So just carry on with there and as you will progress, as you will evolve, as you will grow, whatever is best for you, if you need a different person or a different guru, that will happen to you. And if this guru is able to give you the highest, then that will also happen with you. What is the difference between one who is realized and one who is not? Again, you know, it's kind of a corollary to the first question itself. That uh, again, why does this question come? Because I again want to know I want to evaluate and judge, Does the other, is the other person realized or not? So what do I want to test on? What do I want to check on? I want to check on the behavior, on the actions, because that is all. I can never know the inside story, right? I will look at the actions. And um, uh, the bad news is that in the actions and in the behavior, you may not find any difference between the one who is realized and the one who is not. See, because both people eat, both people use the toilet, they go to sleep, they have similar problems, they are also living in the world, facing similar issues, and they do more or less the same things. There is not much difference from the outside. In fact, I remember uh, someone used to say, they say there is no difference between a Buddha and a Buddha, because both of them are sitting quietly, right? If you will look at the behavior, you will say, okay, uh, how do I differentiate? Because Buddha is also keeping quiet and the Buddha is also keeping quiet. But there is a big difference between them. The difference is in the inside, which we cannot know. Another thing that happens is because, uh, you know, we are looking at actions. So we try to go for, you know, something we say, okay, uh, does this person has anything extraordinary? We start looking for, because we are only judging by behavior and actions. So we are very much interested in miracles. We say, does this person show any miracles? Can this person see behind the walls? Can this person understand what is going on the other minds of the people? Can this person read my mind? And I want to answer this specific question. Can the other person read my mind? Uh, you know, even if you can read the mind, I'll tell you, you are not interested in reading the other minds of people. You're not even interested in reading your own mind because what is this mind? This is my, this mind, anyone's mind is only full of garbage. Don't you realize, don't we all realize that? Is there anything other than garbage in the mind of a person? It's just repeating things which have happened in the past. It's worrying. And remember I had shared with you in the laws of the mind that the mind has a tendency to pick up anything which might be a threat. And it keeps repeating that. It keeps worrying about how to protect itself. Why would anyone who has realized be interested in your mind? Not at all. Nobody is interested in your mind. Okay. So uh, do they show miracles? Yes, there are yogis who show miracles. And there is another thing. There is a possibility because showing miracles is a different path. It is about again doing things in the illusion. It is about having control over the maya where you can do different things. Like how a scientist when they discover new things. They can, you know, create new objects. They can create new technology. Isn't that a miracle also? So a yogi has also done the same thing. A yogi through the internal understanding of the laws of the universe is also able to create certain things. But 
डज दैट मीन इज दैट अ साइन ऑफ रियलाइजेशन द आंसर इज नो बिकॉज देर इज अ पॉसिबिलिटी टू हैव द पावर्स कैन वी से दैट ऑल साइंटिस्ट आर रियलाइज नो दीज आर टू वेरी डिफरेंट थिंग्स so uh, why i'm saying this is because if these are the things we will look for whether the person is a miracle maker uh, you know we create all kinds of ideas to differentiate between the one who is realized and the one who is not so nothing will help again it comes back to the same thing if you are realized then you are not interested in knowing about the other person it doesn't matter and if you are not realized you cannot know and you cannot judge other people by their actions and the behavior so don't even try it will only lead you into more ignorance it will not help you to progress on the spiritual path so my advice to those who have asked this question is only worry about your own realization only worry about evaluating your own progress how you are doing don't worry about the other person Okay. Why does one need awareness practice even after realization? I think this is a very intelligent question because uh, if the realization has happened, then is there a need for a practice even after that? Isn't that the end of it all? Okay, let's understand this. See, uh, there is an assumption in this question here. that once the realization happens there is a transformation of the individual and all old will fall away and suddenly there is a new person in place right this is generally the scenario that we have in our mind and it's quite a compelling scenario i must say um but uh, you see it may not always be the case like that first is as i had already said the transformation is not of the individual there is a transformation that happens but it is not about the individual there is a movement from person to being right but the person is still uh, is a different thing and even for this person one is that yes this person has to be advanced enough the person has to have a purified mind enough to be able to get this knowledge to be able to get this realization that means the person has already worked on it enough at the same time more changes are possibly to come after the realization why because this body and mind are the product of old conditioning there is a lot of conditioning that has happened uh, for not only this birth but so many births and it can take some time until all this conditioning falls off and these instruments body and mind are the instruments which will express this realization fully okay so um, you know sometimes we also differentiate now again you know these are only words to explain don't take them literally we say something like realization versus actualization okay so what is realization realization can be a sudden breakthrough where one gets a peek into one's own true nature okay um it can also be uh, you know of course you know there is a process of maturing also it's something slow but yes there is always something a breakthrough is always there and then after this breakthrough happens there is this body and mind which are the part of this maya and this breakthrough because uh, they need to be still expressed through this mind and body and that may still take a little time before one starts living that truth okay 
somebody can think that if it happens one should be able to express it immediately right but well some changes will definitely happen but not so fast so it may still take some time uh, but before the breakthrough there is a lot of effort that goes into it but after the breakthrough the process is accelerated to a large extent and that process also gets accelerated through awareness and while we say it is the practice of awareness well it is actually again you know because of lack of words we say one needs to practice yes there is a little bit of effort also involved and there is a lot of uh, natural awareness that also comes in and then awareness becomes your key and how will the awareness help you after the realization to integrate this realization into your daily practice into your mind and the body and then we say you are actually actualized it you have started expressing it you have started living that realization so uh, therefore even after the realization the awareness practice is advised by the guru and the guru will tell you when to do it and the guru will also tell you when you have to stop doing it uh, that happens also on the path of knowledge uh, many times the knowledge is given to you and the breakthrough may happen later that is also possible okay so in such a case of course until the breakthrough happens there is this awareness practice that one goes through so that way before the knowledge the awareness practice is not of much use before that the other things which we talk about which is like meditation attention practices or whatever that you have been advised to do on your spiritual path that is what helps uh, awareness practice is on the path of knowledge if we call it a practice so in case more questions are there around it please do ask uh, i'm just speaking from what i had heard Uh, the questions that i had come across but if any of you had this question if you were the one who had asked it and it's still not clear please feel free to ask more questions around it or even otherwise even if it was not your question you can still ask more uh pragya is saying example of fan given by guruji uh, okay so pragya are you give, giving that example that even if we switch off the fan uh, it will still take a little time before it uh, stops moving is that what you mean okay yes yes great thanks for reminding me of that yes that's a very good example when we talk about uh, awareness practice after the realization that how come things are still moving so you know that's again a metaphor to use that even after we switch off the fan it moves for some time so that's why there there is still some movement yeah so we need practice yes okay sangeeta is asking how to develop the desire for realization excellent question sangeeta realize what does realization mean it means actually everything is taken away from you right it is it is freedom it is liberation from all your bondages but what if i love my bondages right and if and that's absolutely okay there is no harm in that right as long as i'm enjoying my uh, family my relationships my world my job buying more things making a beautiful house traveling vacationing thinking about what to eat next what to make next that's fine absolutely why would why does one want, want a realization there is no need and uh, that is the way the illusion has been framed as well the the maya it wants you to enjoy this world so uh, 
the desire actually comes and mostly the desire comes because of suffering and that's why on the path of knowledge and uh, you know even earlier when i have taken sessions of suffering i i say it is a wake up call it is a it is a great blessing why because suffering only makes you get up and say oh you know i i think something is wrong over here and i need to get out i need to find out what is real look at the life of gautam buddh everything that the life had to offer that this world had to offer he was the king he was he had the most beautiful wife he had all the pleasures and he was so sensitive that just by looking at one old man one uh, dying man and one dead person he just realized there was something wrong in the world and uh, that that was enough for him on the other hand we we just go on we keep on looking at all the sufferings every day but we still think that no things will be fine with us and we keep hoping for things to get better then something or the other may happen in our lives which makes us really wake up and say you know there is something more that we want that creates the desire that really creates the desire so if it has not come naturally it's fine it's no problem you don't have to see the desire cannot be created but what you can say is can the intention for realization be intensified yes that can be done and how that can be done by removing your mind from all the non essential things from things that have been told by others for you to do see most of the times we are so focused if you see most of our life goes in doing things which we have been told by other people to do and other people who are those people they would be our parents our teachers people in authority that you know all of us we need to get into the best of the college if you are going to engineering then you should go for iit if you are going for mba you should go for iim or you should go to a foreign university or you need to earn a seven figure salary or you need to have houses big or how much prestige you need how much positions that you need isn't it all of us are just caught up you need to have a family you need to get married by a particular age you should have children by this that age all these things have been stuffed into us and we are just going by that that is the conditioning and the more we remove that conditioning from us the more we realize you know one of the exercises that i can uh, you know suggest is write down make a list of all the things you think other people have told you to do which are not your own and you will find so many things stop doing those things stop doing those things which don't come from your own heart which you don't want to do and then you will see that the desire for what you want and what is your intention it will be intensified because that needs energy no any desire needs energy any intention needs energy so that is the way you can intensify it but the desire has to start from you only if the desire has already come then you can intensify it but the desire cannot be created in you shivani is saying you explain it so well thank you shivani shilpi is saying we say i cannot know the experiencer but can be the experiencer only who is this i okay very good question shilpi okay so first for those who are not on the path of knowledge let me just say um experiencer here is meant the seer the drashta the one who is watching who cannot know the experiencer 
of course you know it is the i the person isn't it because when i say i cannot know the only the experiencer can know itself i cannot know the experience i is this person the individual because what are we trying to do we are trying to look for the experiencer in the experiences no because the moment i say i want to know the experiencer doesn't want to know the seer the drashta doesn't want to know it 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 is so you can just be there and the moment you come out of the be the moment you use the word i here who is that i yes that i is also used in the context of the experiencer sometimes maybe that is why you are getting confused so that's a different thing but the moment you because you have made the statement here i cannot know the experiencer so this i is you shilpi it is shilpi who cannot know the experiencer does that clarify shilpi but when i say i am the experiencer then i am using that i in a very different context and that time i cannot know the experiencer because i become the experiencer yes uh, but uh, when we say na, that uh, uh, experiencer cannot be known but it can be known only by being in it correct so uh, known and uh, who wants to know what that is what actually i wanted to know okay right so who wants to know it is i it is shilpi who is wanting to know the person is wanting to know because the person is limited the person is suffering the person is in ignorance the person is very keen to know who is this experiencer that if i know this experiencer then my problems will be solved then my suffering will go no it is this person who wants to know but this person cannot know the experiencer right so who can know the experiencer only the experiencer can know the experiencer so you first you can only be the experiencer you cannot know the experiencer means i here refers to that ego i right yes the ahambhav the ego that's right i who thinks i am shilpi oh. okay because the moment you become the experiencer there is nothing to know okay thank you mm-hmm. you're welcome shivani is asking does this path mean you completely move away from pleasures for example not going for a vacation or enjoying a meal very good question shivani see today because my enjoyment comes from going on a vacation or having a nice meal uh, that is what i know of pleasure so that's why i think that if i go on this path will these pleasures go away so let me put it this way see when a small child and you would have seen you know especially like boys love to play with toy cars right? most boys love they will have toy planes toy cars all toy vehicles and they just love them but as they grow up and when they get their real car or their real bike do they play with toys anymore no they don't so a very similar it is a very natural movement that happens because when you go on this path don't think that you know these are pleasures yes you may still go for a vacation you may still enjoy a meal that is all fine but those are very temporary very small little things because the pleasure you know even if i you know the pleasure is also not the right word we use the word anand or bliss for that state what you get there is so much that these pleasures don't matter anymore now does that mean that you have to move away from those pleasures to go there the answer is no there is no path which tells you please stop enjoying a meal or please don't go for a vacation as long as these are not coming in your way of doing your spiritual practice that is absolutely fine 
So you can keep doing the things that you want to do. Uh, and it will again depend on which path you are on, what your guru will advise you to do. So most paths that I know of, they will not stop you from going on for a vacation or enjoying a meal. You can keep doing that. And once you, as you start progressing, naturally these things will stop finding, uh, you will stop finding pleasure in them. It happens as a very, very natural process. But you don't need to do it forcibly is what I'm saying. Let it happen naturally. Just like for a boy, the movement from a toy car to his car happens naturally, similarly. Until more questions come, uh, let me take on the last question which was there. Are there any general tips for spiritual growth that anyone can benefit from? Yes, there are. And, uh, you know, like even when we said like awareness practice for uh, after realization, that means everyone can benefit from something. And even the awareness is practiced after the realization, what is it required for? Uh, to purify the mind further. So what are the practices that anyone, the tips that anyone can benefit from? They all are about reducing impurities. And reducing impurities of the body and mind are a continuous process. No? As long as there is a body and a mind, there will always be something or the other. Okay, Even for the one who is realized. And those people who think that if a person is realized, how can this person fall ill? How can this person have a pain? How can this person grow old? Those are very wrong ideas that they have in their mind. For creation to happen, there have to be polar opposites together. For a creation, there has to be creation and destruction along with this. So there will be problems. And these purification process can go on forever uh, for the rest of your life there are, there are no uh, limits over here so what are the things let me share you know some basic tips here so these impurities are about purifying the environment your body relationships jobs behavior speech thoughts and so on the first thing uh, that i always suggest for purification is minimalism and minimalism can be for um, many things, but here I'm going to talk about three things. Objects, relationships, and activities. Now, minimalism in objects means that let me not try to possess more and more things. Let me have minimum of things available, minimum of objects, minimum of possessions. And what is the reason for that? The reason is the more possessions you will have, you will have to take your time and take care of them. Okay. And the more time you will be taking on for your positions, the lesser time you will have for your spiritual practice. And many of you would have experienced that. So having few objects and actually for need, we need very less. Most of the objects are there, you know, sometimes and in different cultures, it is about showing off when people come to your house, how your drawing room or the living room should look like, what kind of objects look beautiful so people can appreciate which is fine, you know, that is all for the worldly people. But if you are getting on a spiritual path, okay, fine. If already is there, I'm not saying you go and throw it away. But all I'm saying is not possessing too many things that definitely has a very positive impact on your spiritual practice. And um, even those who realize, even those who are, uh, you know, advanced in the spiritual practices, this automatically starts happening. Second is relationships, having minimal relationships. And um, I have had very strong views about these. I've said that actually the relationship of a spiritual seeker is only with the guru. The real relationship is only with the guru because that is what will take you ahead. 
all other relationships see relationships are all mind created and there is a very strong dependency of course you know you would have your family so keep them minimal you know prioritize maybe you know your spouse your kids your parents maybe a couple siblings or maybe couple of other people you can just prioritize and say these are the relationships i will take care of rest of the relationships are secondary only if i have time i will see otherwise they are not important uh, similarly with friends who are the friends uh, and and once you are on a spiritual path your friends will always be the ones who are on the spiritual path you will not be able to have much of a relationship with other people so the minimal relationships you will keep the more time you will have for your spiritual practices it's all about finding time no and as you progress you will naturally remove other people from your life who are not helping you progress activities minimalism in activities and this is about choosing essential from non essential we don't realize how many activities we participate in how many activities we have taken up even though they do not add anything to our spiritual progress at all like you know joining different clubs uh parties or uh, some um, whatever for vacations or other things you have to see and check what are the, those activities that you are involved in and you think you should be doing them these are very important but if you will see clearly you will find that there is too much that you have taken on your plate and maybe you are not even interested and that is where laziness comes in that is where uh, you know stress comes in that you don't want to do it but you think that you should be doing it and that's why you have taken it so the more you will remove those activities you will have more time for things that you really need to do so minimalism this is a very important quality for a spiritual seeker and it helps in the spiritual growth talking uh, further we can talk about uh, curing the impurities of the body this is a lifelong process when we talk about body there are uh, four things which are very important right eating right excretion right exercise and sleep so when we talk about eating that means you know eat more natural foods healthy foods uh, there is enough on the net we will not go into the detail uh, but simple things like even for spiritual seekers cooking your own food that makes a very big difference when you cook your own food do not overeat do not take too much sugar uh, do not eat very heavy food because it does not go see what happens is the moment we eat heavy food we are uh, increasing the earth element that means the body identification is becoming stronger and what are we trying to do in spiritual practices we are moving away from the body identification so that's how we do two opposite things so that helps then go for cleanses that is a very useful thing to do and spiritual seekers should do them on a regular basis uh, there are so many cleanses you know if you go for ayurvedic uh, panchakarma or uh, liver cleanse stomach cleanse on a regular basis once in 3 months once in 6 months they are very useful because a body is the layer of the mind right we all know that uh, body is a gross layer of the mind only so the cleaner your body will be the lighter your mind will be and the lighter your mind will be it will be easy to focus on the spiritual practice and progress then excretion right excretion is very important so you know do you get to clean your stomach every day if that is not happening that is the immediate thing you should be looking into uh, right exercises whatever works for you whether it is yoga running jogging exercising pilates whatever whatever you no know, but a regular exercise and right sleep now there is no defined hours how many hours of sleep one needs you know best what is it for you is it 4 hours or 6 hours or 8 hours or 10 hours but whatever makes you fully energized 
that is good enough for you so that is on the body relationships i have already uh, kind of mentioned over here but purity in relationships most important thing is being independent you know you you should not have a relationship because of dependency that is the most important thing and when you are independent and then then when you have a relationship two independent people coming together that is the most beautiful because there are no expectations there that is a relationship of equals uh, but mostly in the world the relationships are of dependency and i think that they are quite fake many times we also make relationships because with people thinking how they are going to benefit us so you would have seen people like to make relationships with those who are in high positions those who have a lot of money or who have a clout or who are in politics or you know something that these people will be able to help me if i will have a problem later on so if that is your basis for a relationship uh, on the spiritual path it will come in your way it will become a big obstacle for you so never make relationships thinking that how they are going to benefit you in future purity in jobs very important point if you are working it is important that your job should not take uh, you know it should not be hanging on your head it should not give you stress in the mind if your job is stressing you out and if you are a spiritual seeker it is important that you look for something which allows for a peaceful mind and uh, how much time do you spend there does it give you enough time to do your spiritual practice and if you are skilled enough if you are intelligent enough and if you are devoted enough uh, i'm sure it is possible to look for jobs where you know your skills would be appreciated and you will have less stress then some people could be involved in jobs where it is part of the job to manipulate other people or lie or bribe or it may involve violence now those are not the right jobs for a spiritual seeker i'm sure if anyone is they would definitely leave it so either you will leave the spiritual practice or you will leave your job any of the two things they cannot go together but that kind of purification is very important then if we talk about behavior behavior of course you know there are so many things in the behavior that one can talk about but i think i will just talk about only one be genuine be authentic do not fake your behavior you know most of us like to have a show off or create a personality where we may look or sound intelligent or we can be appreciated by other people or if we can be looked up by other people so we try to fake sometimes we talk about topics we know nothing about uh, or we try to show oh you know who we are or what are our achievements or where we have been for a spiritual seeker these things are not required at all do not be fake do not do things so that others like you okay just do away with that completely be who you are even if you are a foolish person be okay to show your foolishness it's absolutely okay and then you see the people who like you okay they will like you in spite of your foolishness and you cannot make people like you by showing that you are very intelligent don't do that it uh, in world yes you know to fool people to manipulate people it may work but on the spiritual path it's a complete no no so be genuine another thing i want to highlight here is uh, avoiding situations and people who push your buttons i know many of you approach me with this problem that you know you have to attend a social function or go and meet people and you do not like it you do not like those people but because there is a social obligation you need to be with them 
I am very clear on this. I know many people find it very difficult, but I have very, very clear uh, idea that if you can avoid, there is no harm in avoiding. Uh, there is no need to be part of those situations and to spend time with those people who push your buttons. If you are in a job and your boss is like that, yes, if you cannot avoid, if it is an unavoidable situation like that, that's fine. Many times you'll find if you actually sit and evaluate, 90% of the times you will find that you can easily avoid. But that is also our conditioning. How can we avoid? How can we say no? What will the other people think? They will feel bad if we don't go and attend their function or something. But we are okay to feel bad ourselves. You see the difference here? Again, conditioning. Think about other people. On a spiritual path, it is okay to be selfish. Okay, be selfish. But what are you selfish for? You are selfish for your own spiritual progress. And let me tell you, this selfishness is the biggest selfless act that you will do. Because when you reach your goal, what you, you will be the most selfless person. And it wouldn't matter if you some few people have got hurt on the way because you did not attend their functions or you did not go to their house or you did not attend their parties. It is absolutely okay. It does not matter. On the other hand, if you take a scenario where you made other people feel good by attending all of those things, when actually you were not happy, but which kept you away from the spiritual progress, neither have you helped the other person nor have you helped yourself. Okay, So keep your priorities very clear. The last thing on the purification process that I will talk about is speech. So in speech, be kind, be clear and do not try to dominate others. Do not lie. Do not manipulate. It is, they're all actually all very connected, you know, as connected with behavior. If you are authentic and genuine, you would not do that. Keep your speak only if required. Whenever you have to respond, and I'm using the word respond here, not react. Check, does it really require for you to say something? You know, you will find 90% of the times, you don't even need to respond. You just need to keep quiet. There is no need to talk. And that is the best, you know, the silence. And when you need to speak, speak whatever is necessary. These are the things that one needs to practice throughout their lives. And whether you are a beginner on a spiritual path or you are someone very advanced, in both the cases, it helps. Yes, for a beginner, more effort is required to do these things. But for an advanced seeker, these things come naturally. All right. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining in. I hope you also got answers to some of your own questions while you may not have asked. And uh, thank you for asking more questions, which you did. In case you may have any more questions, please, you can type them in the group or you can send to me. And because that helps me on deciding what should the topic of ne uh, next session be. So thank you so much. I will see you again next Thursday, same time. Bye.